The music business is a remarkable beast. Every year there's a new watchword that comes out and we found at the beginning of 2023 collaboration and I'm chatting to a dear friend who's been part of Music Exchange since day dot, I think, when there was no load shedding in this country. Um, and he's just worked with the late, great Yuma Sakela's guitarist, Cameron Ward. And it's a fascinating story of how it came about. Uh, the song is out. It's on all the streaming platforms at the moment. And I think when you hear the backstory, you'll understand my opening line saying collaboration is so important. So, RJ, thank you for your time once again. But just unpack this word collaboration, please. Um, <clears throat> I think in the music industry, it's, um, it's far more varied than, you know, a band getting together and making a song or two artists getting together and writing and or a producer and an artist working together there. I, I think the whole industry thrives off collaboration. It's, it's the collaboration with a manager. It's the collaboration with a sound engineer. It's, it's collaboration in every single way. And, and I find, to be honest, it's very similar to the film industry where you can't just make a film as one person. You need a team. You need, you need a set team of people that, uh, make this this giant machine work, and and as much as a solo artist, for example, is is a far smaller thing than a huge film production. I still think the same mindset needs to be, uh, you, you know, needs to be tapped into for, you know, with regards to collaboration. I mean, that mindset that you talk about. Do you write when you're in that creative process, sit in a room? and write by yourself or do you find it much easier to bounce off someone a human being what about this line what about that note as opposed to staring at the wall for want of a obtuse question you know what <clears throat> i think things I, I like to use the word you know it's, it's fairly organic and i think any songwriter would probably say that um I, everything always starts by myself um and it's just i have I have the the understanding now um, or, you know, understanding of my own process to know when it's time to bring someone in to collaborate with. Um, generally, the, you know, the, 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 the uh, what's the best word? The genesis of a song will come to me just from wherever, the air, whatever. And sometimes everything comes, the entire thing, and it could be, in the space of 30 minutes to 60 minutes or whatever, the whole song, sometimes it, it doesn't work like that. And it's, it's just understanding, okay, well, when it's like that, and if, if I feel like the, there's something here, it's the, it's the maturity to, be, uh, to, well, to think, I can't do this all by myself. Let me bring someone in. I need, I need somebody else. And, and it's also knowing who those people are. Right, you've set up the story really well. It's chapter one. Um, talk to us about this word Yonella and the song um, I've listened to it a number of times it's a bit of an earworm and then we'll get on to how you ended up getting Cameron onto the song but that that genesis the, the beginning the shaping of that um, I think that that's critical because the song is an earworm yeah I, I mean I had a good feeling about it almost uh, in, instantaneously and again as many songwriters will attest to I came up with it in the bathroom anyway so the the, the ideas all came to me quite quickly. Um, and, uh, but it was one of those songs where it wasn't everything. Uh, probably within the space of five minutes, I had 
the verse, the pre-chorus, the chorus, the hook, you name it. I had the groove, I had the, I had a bass line in my head, I knew what the chords were, and, um, everything was there. It was in my, what I call my musical imagination. But all I had was one word. It's the only word I had, which was this word, Yonella. I knew that the chorus was basically going to be Yonella, Yonella, Yonella. That's what I heard immediately. And when it came, I was just like, I don't know what that is. What is Yonella? And I just Googled it because I was like, what, what is this word? And then I, I saw that, okay, Yonella means um, to be content in life, with your life, with everything around you. Um, it's, it's a name. It's a Tosa name. I was like, okay, what does this mean? Like, why did I, uh, why, did, why did that come into my head? And now how do I write, expand lyrics around that? Um, and at the time, I think uh, my wife was pregnant with our firstborn. Um, so in my mind, I thought, this is the universe to, um, basically bringing a song to me for my child. And, um, and so I just started writing towards that because I thought, okay, I, I've got a child coming. That makes sense. You're Nella, contentment. I've got a child. Everything's going to feel content. And I want her to feel content and all that kind of stuff. And I, I couldn't, the lyrics just did not work. It didn't make sense, no matter how I tried to string them. So it was sitting in your head, but you couldn't get the words out. No, the words didn't match the the theme that I, because because for me like songs are often like cathartic. Like there's a f- for what I'm going through in my life, I'll write a song. It's generally always been my musical journey, certainly as a songwriter. Um, and so I couldn't get the songs out, and then I decided to to bring in some writers. Um, the first person I brought in, we wrote the song. He left. And I knew immediately it was still wasn't working, even though we had finished a complete set of lyrics. And so I tried again, brought in somebody else a few months later, because I thought, let me give it another go, someone I've collaborated with a lot in terms of uh, lyric writing, finished the song. I still knew it wasn't right. Like something just wasn't working. And I think a big part of the problem is I had constrained myself as a creator by saying, because I already had a melody for the entire song. I, already, I had already mapped it out. But that meant that I knew exactly how many syllables I needed um, uh, and exactly what the melody was at any time in the song. Now, the problem with that is whoever's coming in to write with me then has to write within those confines and within the subject matter that I'd said, it's about my child. You're writing about my child and you're writing it exactly to this, this melody that I've already created. And to be honest, it was unfair on them. And it, it was hindering the song. And, I, and when I mean hindering, I mean like two, three years of trying to get this thing right. It was my fault. You know, like it was, I was the issue. So I thought, let me give it one. Would one. you say you were stubborn at during that part of the creative process that you wanted it to fit this way? You had a, you had a vision and these writers weren't translating that vision into how you saw it. Yeah, I was stubborn. And, and to be honest, I was working against proper collaboration. Um, and eventually I realized I was doing that. And so I brought in one more writer, um, a guy named William Wolf, very good songwriter. Um, I studied with him. And this time around, I said, I just want him to, to kick it off. He has the idea. He has the melody that I've got in mind. Give me what you think the song is about. And within maybe five, 10 minutes, maybe even less, um, it just, 
came so quickly. It was, and I realized it right there and then. It, it was about my wife. It was about how, um, how we fell in love, how I proposed to her, and how she makes me feel in, in this world. Yeah, my children make me feel content, but like my wife is my rock, and she still is. And, and I hope I'm that for her. Um, I'm a little bit paranoid sometimes, so maybe not, but I hope, I hope so. Um, but it all came. It all came so, so quickly, and I didn't... There were, there were moments in the piece, and one day I'll probably share the demo so you can hear the difference, but there were moments in the piece where, where, where William phrased things differently. And rather than me going, you can't do that, you have to stick to the melody and the syllables that I said you should sing. I said, just step back, does that work? Is what, he, is what William is bringing to the table, does it work? And once, once I did that and I let it go, it just flowed so quickly. We probably had the song in 30 minutes. Done, lyrics, all done. And I knew it. I knew it when he walked out the door. I was like, I got it. Because there were actually things that he came up with, even slight little changes melodically, that, that were better than what I came up with. And I think as, uh, when you're collaborating, especially with regards to songwriting and, and probably in a production process or with a band, you have to be mature enough to, to be able to step back and recognize when someone's making your song better. And that's what happened. And then how did you reach out to, to Cameron Ward? I mean... He's a name, he's a player, he's toured with Yuma Sakela for years. You've known him for years, but how did that process happen? There are many other players in Johannesburg you can use. You know them all. You've had them on that TV shows that you've worked with. So you've got the pick of the bunch. What's made his sound so unique that you wanted it for this song? You know, Cameron Ward is one of, I would say, a handful of players in South Africa who are unique, who have a sound that no one else anywhere in the world can replicate. And um, it's just, I knew that I wanted that sound on the record. I had a session guitarist try and emulate that sound, but you know when it's not the same. And when you live in the place where you quite literally have people who can create that sound without having to, I don't know, fly thousands of miles to find somebody like that. And the song is, the song at its core just has something South African about it, I would say. Um, I, I just knew in my heart of hearts, I knew like, I need to try and get Cameron. Uh, you know, he, he blew me off the stage many years prior at this thing called the Ops Fest. And I remember watching him just being like, this guy is incredible. He walked on stage. He's a skinny little guy. I'm, I'm also a skinny little guy, but he's a skinny little guy. He's wearing glasses. I thought, who's this nerdy guy on stage? And he absolutely mopped the floor with my band. Um, I'll never forget it. I, it, was, it was a schooling, honestly. And, and, um, and no one knew his songs. not like he had famous songs. I had more hits than him even then. But his band killed us. And... and and again, like my reaction to that wasn't like, oh, I give up, you know. <laughs> but my reaction was, oh, my word, I need to work with this guy one day. This guy's amazing. And that, I mean, you know, uh, Ops Fest, the one, you know, this particular Ops Fest, it must have been 15 years back. So I never forgot about that. Mm -hmm. And I, I never forgot the, the impact he made on me when I was watching him and listening to him, the lines that he played. And, and I, I knew, he, someone actually mentioned to me, they said, you know who you should get on this? And I said, you should get Cameron Ward. And I was already thinking it. And so 
it was serendipitous when when I had the opportunity to basically link up with I suppose his management and get hold of him but it's easier I know when we were speaking you tried some of it over the phone and over zoom and everything else getting in a room that's the key is that not the the beauty of the creative process you came down to Cape Town and you sat in a room I don't think it's always the case I think there's some musicians who can absolutely just I'll we I'll we transfer you my parts and you retransfer me your thing or I'll WhatsApp you the idea and you just da, 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 da. you can absolutely do it. Um but I realized quite quickly that be, be, because music is such a it's it's such a language you're communicating as you're trying to create this thing. And if I wanted authenticity, uh, uh, that was certainly the best way to do it. And and I started to sense that that Cameron wanted it as well. I felt like Cameron wanted us to just be in a room together so he could get a sense of um my musical brain and I could get a sense of his and it's and so could, and you could tell him the story from 15 years ago <laughs> and I did I 100% did um and I tell you I mean we sat in the studio I had the studio booked out for 3 hours sat in the studio I, uh, you know spent 5 minutes telling him the story um he tuned his guitar for a minute he plugged in he said let's go he played it i said could you do a line like this he said sure what about this i said great and then 30 minutes later it was done it was it was such a quick process because just purely by body language by understanding the context by um by seeing how i was reacting to the styles that he was throwing at me um it, it happened so quickly there's that it's almost like a psychic connection that happens but did he have a reference before he came to the studio so he could think creatively or was it a blank canvas when he walked in did he walk in and hear what you'd done for the first time there or had he heard whatsapps that you'd been sending backwards and forwards yeah he, he look he'd heard whatsapps um he he had sent variations and I and I had explained no, it's not quite a, what I'm looking for it might just be a little bit too complex for the piece Um, and then he sent something that was simplified, and I was still like, "No, it's not quite working." And I think he must be thinking, "What the flip does this guy want?" Um, and uh, I, I eventually sent him. There was a particular concert DVD that I have of uh, of you, my secular. I think at the Market Theatre, and Cameron's playing, and there's a few solos that he plays on there that are like exactly what I want. And I just basically said to him, "Go to da 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 minute." I love what you did there. And then go to this song Marketplace and then over there you did a and then go to uh you know Stimela and then go you know I was I was literally But but you were giving him wonderful homework. Is is that the key as well when you're working creatively with someone? Give the person a reference point. Oh, references are always important. I mean any mix engineer will tell you that, any producer um will t- uh, references are such a key to to getting a song right and even more so when you're working remotely you know but uh it's it's not to say we we're trying to copy that song it's just trying to say we want something that sounds like that and it's just so great when you can do that because we're all kind of blind so to speak i mean i know ears uh, music is 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 an audible audio thing but you know when you're searching for the sound we're all kind of blind we can't figure this out you know so the, the the faster and more um efficiently you you can communicate that idea to the other person the sooner you're going to get what you want and get what you want you know full stop it's a, such a beautiful story thank you rj and before we close off 
when the song starts, how far in does Cameron come in and what does he do? What key does he play in for the novices listening to this who go, hang on, I now understand collaboration is key if I want to get stuff out in, in the music business. What key does he play in? Jeez, man, asking me, do I have perfect pitch? No. Um, <laughs> probably F sharp, I think, if, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, but uh, I mean, look, it's a, it's a very straightforward song. It's a major song, and I'm, I usually write in uh, minor keys or in Dorian, for anybody that un- understands that. Um, but uh, Cameron kicks in from about 30 seconds in, actually. He's, he plays along with my melody. If you listen carefully, he's there and he's playing along with me. And then eventually on the chorus, he starts responding to me. And then eventually at the end, he gets to open up and go absolutely wild. But the, I'm, I mean, he plays a solo at the end that incorporates, incorporates, incorporates Southern African guitar playing in the space of, I'd say, 30 to 40 seconds, which I find unbelievable. And I'm not just talking South Africa. I'm saying he's going from uh, the Klein Karua to, to Eastern Cape to, to KZN to the hills. Then he's going to Mozambique. Then he's moving to Zim. That, that's what it felt like. He, it's, it's like he's taking you on a musical tour of the style of Southern African guitar. And I think it's flipping wonderful. And on that note, keep listening to Yonella by R.J. Benjamin and Cameron Ward. Thank you for the time and thank you for the genesis and the backstory, which is just so vital. And embellishing the word collaboration as we move forward in the music business. Thanks, R.J., for the time. Anytime. Cheers. All right.